Hello, my name is Marlena Maynard. I'm a professional singer and voice teacher living in Nashville, Tennessee, and a member of Christ Church Episcopal Cathedral. Today, I'm going to offer some thoughts on the hymn, When Jesus Left His Father's Throne, number 480 in the hymnal 1982. I chose this hymn because the music is beautiful and it's rich with references to scripture that remind us of Christ's marvelous incarnation and particularly of Jesus's proximity and kinship to children and the poor. The poem is by Scottish Moravian poet James Montgomery, who was born in 1771 and died in 1854. An ardent supporter of people living under the weight of oppression, Montgomery edited a newspaper called the Sheffield Iris. On two occasions, Montgomery was imprisoned for sedition based on controversial items published in the paper. Some of the causes Montgomery supported included the French Revolution, the abolition of slavery, and the rights of children chimney sweeps. Knowing the importance of these political issues to Montgomery lends a poignant context to the words of this hymn. Each stanza begins with a vivid poetic retelling of a gospel story and then turns to a prayer for the immediate present. The choice of Rafe von Williams' harmonization of the hymn tune King's Fold, a folk tune with many versions throughout the English-speaking world, carries a reminder to acknowledge and care for the poor. When Jesus left his father's throne, he chose an humble birth. One iteration of this tune known to von Williams the ballad Divus and Lazarus, was an ominous retelling of the parable from the Gospel of Luke in which a rich man refuses to help the beggar Lazarus and their stations become reversed in death. Von Williams also used this tune in his concert works, Five Variants of Divus and Lazarus, an English folk song suite. So I think it's very possible that the correlation was not lost on Von Williams. The first stanza of Montgomery's poem tells the story of Christ's incarnation, emphasizing the obscurity and poverty of Jesus's birth, then turns to a prayerful desire to emulate the pattern of Christ's life. Like him may we be found below in wisdom's path of peace. Like him in grace and knowledge grow as years and strength increase. The last phrase of this stanza implies that the voice heard in the poem is the voice of a child, or for those of us who are older, it expresses a prayerful desire to enter the mindset of a child, being open to transformation and increased wisdom. The second stanza paints a vivid portrait of Jesus blessing the children. Sweet were his words and kind his look when mothers round him pressed. Their infants in his arms he took and on his bosom blessed. The allusion to Jesus' words in the Gospel of Mark is clearly implied. Let the children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. In the third stanza, we see the children singing and shouting as Jesus rides into Jerusalem in anticipation of his passion. 
showing that a nearness to childhood enfolds Jesus' whole incarnation. Then, following the pattern of the previous stanzas, Montgomery shifts focus from scripture to the immediate present. Hosanna, our glad voices raise, Hosanna to our King. Should we forget our Savior's praise, the stones themselves would sing. Taken in its entirety, this poem is a powerful call to humility, justice, and praise, constructed with subtle rhetoric and beautiful imagery. It calls upon us to notice the holiness and dignity of children, and to remember that each of us, as well as our loved ones and our enemies, were also children, and that Jesus has trod the way of our whole lives. Thanks to Marlena Maynard for this episode. For more, visit songsinthedesert.org. We'll see you tomorrow for another Song in the Desert.